When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something good. Right, nothing but Netflix is back to talk about the brand new Mike Myers series, The Pentaveret on Netflix. And I'm really looking forward to this one because uh, we have uh, two of my favorite people to talk to here in one podcast. So excited. First, let's welcome in the co-host of... <laughs> Nothing but Netflix. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? The Pentaveret <laughs> featuring yeah. Mike Myers in many different roles. Here is Chappelle. Yeah. Well, let's cut through the chase, Rob. What, what is wrong with this man? Is he okay? <laughs> is, is Mike Myers well? Do we don't I, I don't have to ever see one of his eight faces again. <laughs> I, I seriously am good here. Like the, 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 I, I, we, we got Shrek in the top. 10 on every Netflix category there is. We don't need We're getting anymore. Shrek on Renap this weekend. Listen, listen, I'm done. I'm finished. It's over. <laughs> Mike Myers, I cannot do this anymore. This did not have to be a thing. This didn't even have to be an email. We could have just skipped this all together. <laughs> what is wrong with this man? I'm offended. How did this come up? Did, did, did Mike Bloom suggest this? Well, Mike, Mike, yeah, we Mike, were told that uh, if we wanted to talk about it, Another Mike would join us, <laughs> and here he is, of course, uh, that you've heard him talk about a million different things. Of course, uh, the uh, co-host of the Survivor B&B. Of course, you hear him all over post-show recaps. Please welcome back. Give it up for one, one of the five nicest people, uh, Mike Bloom. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. But of course, I'm not alone. Uh, I did join by Billy Bloom from Canberra. Oh, don't forget about Lucius Bloom from Gloucestershire. Oh, and here's, uh, here's uh, Willie Bloom from Lake Manitoba. I just came back from ice fishing, don't you know? Oh, this is Swedish. I'm Nora Bloom all the way from <laughs> Stockholm. Here I am. Yes. So yeah, I brought a lot of people. All right, let's just set up what this is because people wait. What is happening? What What are you talking <laughs> no, about? Okay. No, seriously, what is happening, Rob? What set is this happening? Up, because I watched this. I promise. Yeah. I swear I watched it. Yes. Okay. Um, this is a show that is on Netflix. Uh, Mike Myers of SNL fame, Wayne's World, uh, Shrek, uh, Austin Powers. Name, name something from the last decade. 
No, Please. nothing. Nothing. No, so, that's, that's the big point. Chappelle, right. this was his big return. This, this is no, the this, return of Mike Myers. No, yeah. no, he's no. back, baby. He's not back. In, in many ways, we saw yeah. a lot of Mike yeah, Myers. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, Mike Myers. I did not ask for that. I didn't want to see your button on the bush. No, yeah. no. Let me just say, Nowhere near the Netflix top 10. Nobody is watching. <laughs> and you shouldn't. This is seems like a, seemingly a big bust over uh, at Netflix here. Uh, <laughs> one of the bigger busts in recent memory, maybe. Of the oh, Ben Tavern. Mike Myers is on the hunt for a secret society of five people who are running the world. The caveat is allegedly... But they're nice. Uh, Mike Myers plays all of the members of the secret society. Uh, Mike Myers plays, what, eight or nine different characters in this. It's six episodes, but a couple of the episodes are like 20 minutes. I mean, this could have been a movie. I'm very surprised it wasn't. I guess they're like, hey, we'll make a Mike Myers TV series. That's never been done before. But like. I mean, God help anyone who wants to do a re-edit of any of this, but it could have easily been one of these Netflix movies if need be. Yeah, but I think that this was like, a, and they very they break the fourth wall a lot to talk about how it's a series. They talk about in the next episode, this is going to happen like in like a, not even like a voiceover, although Jeremy Irons does do a, <laughs> a intro for every episode. So I, there are some cute gags here along the way, but I think that this is... Pentaver I mean, was rough. No, no, no. We're just getting this out of the way. You see Mike Myers' penis in the season <laughs> finale. You see his p- full penis. There's a you for some reason, yeah, Chappelle. So much penis in this show, like for <laughs> like and like, and it's not for Mike Myers by any means. Like there's just like our surrounding penises as well. It's like a whole room there's a scene for no reason. Penis. Like it was not even a plot point. <laughs> That there is an orgy in episode six, which if you want it for for the morbidly curious, probably like 10 minutes into episode six. And Mike Myers is going into the, there's a big convention of all the world leaders that that is happening and they're going to go there and Mike Myers has to go into the or I don't even understand why or why it was even a plot point or why it was necessary. He's going into where the orgy is and, and Mike, you, Mike Myers full frontal nudity. I hope that yeah. that was Mike. Was that was that special effects? Are you talking about like the look, the what the look? What? Yeah, the look. Like, yeah. I mean, they're not like taking some model magic and slapping something on there. Like, I gotta imagine that's the real McCoy. It was like if, a, a reverse Dirk Diggler. If you are going to use special effects, you gotta you gotta use special effects to make yourself look more impressive. I was like, no, but it's Myers, comedy. It's comedy. Is it possible that this was like a, a, a fake appendage? I mean, did you laugh? I was I horrified. Yeah, I was horrified. I was, this was a horror. This yeah. is not a comedy. I, I legitimately, point. so the first time it happened when the guy like ripped down his outfit I'll admit, I did pause it. Look, we've got a little... That's been uh, the celebrity culture as of late. Not to talk too much hot mess Magnus, but, you know, Jesse Williams and the like. I'm a little bit like, uh, am I going to see see Mike Myers' penis? Like, this is a man I've admired Mm -hmm. since he's part of one of my favorite uh, eras of SNL history. I mean, listen, uh, a little more of like a than a swing again, if we're talking about endowment. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's so, a mini me. Is that what you're saying, Mike? Oh uh, my God. Exactly. He might have to pay $1 million <laughs> for a certain surgeon to be able to, to help it a little bit. So an th- evil th- th- doctor. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It gets pulled off at first. And I legitimately did pause it a few times, like Zep Ruder film. Like, did I just see his penis? Let me see. Mm-hmm. I was not aware that was the preview for the big show. I wasn't aware that was the opening act for the band to take the main stage. Yeah, he goes uh, into the order. And then like so a couple times in this movie that like, they have like, oh, I'm the president of Netflix. And, and they say that they're going to do something that they're that might we when we let Mike Myers make this show, we didn't know that there was going to be so much full frontal nudity. So we developed the technology to block it. But not really. Like, <laughs> yeah, so the, the no. joke is that it takes, since it's in beta, it takes a while to buffer. And so, to Chappelle's point, we're not just seeing one tree. We're seeing the whole freaking arboreum uh, of just, like, festooned upon with, with you know, uh, with members uh, from gold all shapes and sizes. <laughs> I mean, some gold members, some silver members, yeah. some bronze. Mike Myers oh, yeah. uh, did not make it past the qualifying round. <laughs> he didn't make the podium. <laughs> Mike Myers, what are you doing? Uh, what is wrong with you? What is he, wrong he, with these people? He uh, pulled the Greg Luganis and hit his head on the diving board. He did not make it further. <laughs> oh my god. I was- I was just like, what is happening? Because it served no purpose. It was just there like, was hey, walk, walk through the orgy room. But there was no orgying. There was just Arboretum. Yeah. <laughs> there was just wood. And, but I was just saying, Chappelle, Arboretums, but no burritos. I should mention no fr- <laughs> no female nudity. Just no. entirely. And look. Bur- burritos, know, female nudity? I think that's something. I don't know. Let's, let's, you know what? Make a note. Cut this part out of the podcast. I'm influenced. I'm infected now. It's gone in my brain. I can't close my eyes without seeing Mike. Is there a burrito emoji? Yeah. Uh, Oh, gosh. This was what? And that was episode six. (laughs) I didn't need it. But we also need to talk about something that is much cleaner, but also without a doubt. And I, I, you know, consider myself a relative connoisseur of like pop culture and the like. This is the most goddamn ridiculous thing I've seen in my life. Uh, where Shrek just appears in real life, quote unquote, <laughs> to, 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 to punch someone in the face. But it's not Shrek. It's a man in a Shrek costume who can't even move his mouth. It's like a Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shrek cameo. He, he shows up to headbutt Sasquatch in a real movie that just happened, like in a movie. Like Shrek showed up to headbutt Sasquatch and then was like hoisted above everyone's head and cheers because he saved the day. That happened in this in this uh television show. Yeah. So is Shrek, there a season two? Shrek? I don't think so. I think this is a one and done. So Shrek, uh, by you know the opposite of of the Pentabrit, uh, has performed very well on Netflix. Was this part of the, the deal to acquire the Shrek rights on Netflix? Was that they uh, had to give? Mike Myers a bunch of money to make whatever he wanted. I mean, the the question is really like, what does he have on Netflix? You know, mm-hmm. like did he watch them committing some sort of heinous crime? Uh, because or could it be a thing where they got the Adam Sandler deal, yeah, right? And they got like they've gotten a few. I mean, listen, those are pretty much there's a kind of steaming piles as well. But like they got relative mileage out of them. Are they like 
what 90s SNL washed up star are we getting next? In all seriousness, you know who does a lot of stuff on Netflix is also David Spade. Like, I think that they mm. are really like tapped into like early 90s SNL over on uh, Netflix for whatever the algorithm is telling them. That's right. kind of like what they're looking for. My, my issue though is that, okay, Netflix puts out this stupid sh- stuff and okay, fine. We have a stupid series in six episodes, but Netflix's name is intertwined in the series. Like it's not only a Netflix original, but they have their own product placement in it. When we get ready to get to the orgy, to the sausage party, it says Netflix. And they're like, Netflix is Netflix speaking. Like if, if this wasn't a Netflix series, Netflix would be suing them for making <laughs> them look so bad. And you did this to yourself. The call is coming from inside the house. Netflix, this is you. We're talking about Netflix is like, oh, we want to raise the prices. And oh, people are unsubscribing all like, at an all time pace. And this is what you do. Like you're just well, putting a nail in your own coffin. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's actually, I think this is the way to go. I think, listen, the nineties are here to stay. I think Netflix rebrands itself and is like, you want to see your favorite nineties stars, buck ass naked, <laughs> sign up for Netflix. <laughs> I just, you know, again, it's like, it's not like I'm like, I'm not a prude. I'm not afraid of nudity, but like Mike Myers, what was the reason? Like, I'm not kink shaming. I'm kink asking why. No, I'm kink I, it concerned. For, it, for me, it's a bit like seeing a family member naked, if I'm being completely mm. honest, where like, it's a little bit like I have so much familiarity with you and your work. Never once have I thought about what your <laughs> genitals might look like. I didn't well, need that question answered. Yeah, I, I feel like that we've seen almost all of Austin Powers. And, and you wonder that maybe like had the Austin Powers movies not been sort of a constrained by getting like a PG-13 rating, would we have seen this 20 years ago? Would, like, has, Was this on Mike Myers' bucket list? <laughs> That's the thing as well, is that comedy often works best under restraints, right? Diamonds are made under pressure. And mm. so one thing that was really great about the Austin Powers films, which... I will say what the Pentavit reminds me of is if you had to describe Austin Powers movies to someone else and that person was <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to make a series around it. It's like relatively similar DNA of jokes, but they are done so much worse. Uh, but like Austin Powers, obviously, since they had to go for that PG-13 rating, they did all the fun stuff with like hiding the genitals, especially in the beginning of, of the, the second movie. And not to say that Austin Powers did not also wear its welcome out, especially by the third movie. But like, there was fun stuff. You're like with gold the U- member, Mike. I, uh, yeah, I was not. A, I did not want to t- to take on the smoking a pancake that was <laughs> smoking a pancake. Yeah, uh, that was gold member or singing. Daddy wasn't there uh, personally. <laughs> I think it was a little bit like the bloom had fallen off the rose at that point. Yeah. Uh, I remember actually I was watching it with my cousin, who I think was like ten years old at the time. He's like, I'm so pumped. They're going to be working together against Scott in the next movie. And I didn't even hard to tell them, even at that young age, that like Austin Powers 4 was never going to come. It was never going to show up. <laughs> it was just a, a pipe dream. Chappelle, were you well, an Austin Powers person? I've seen it. Yeah. You know, but I was not an Austin Powers person. Matter of fact, it was 20 years ago yeah. uh, that Austin Powers, uh, the third Austin Powers was released. With Beyonce you, as the love mm-hmm. interest of Austin as Powers. Foxy, Foxy, Foxy Cleopatra. Cleopatra. Yes. A whole lot of woman. Yeah, I was there. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. 20 years ago, I would have said, you know, Mike Myers is relatively young. This is fine. You know, this is a goofy comedy. He's, he's, he's fresh out of SNL from not, you know, not yeah. too far removed. You know, that's fine. You're 60 goddamn years old now. <laughs> you got to grow up. This don't make no sense. How many, how many like 
dookie jokes are we getting? How much doo-doo do we have to talk about? The log the, the log in, half in, half out. Like what is what is going on? I mean, what about the scene when they went to go play in the the billiards game? Yeah. I don't I don't know. Oh my I god. Kinda, I actually kind of like that. I thought that was fairly smart of them to use the Netflix stuff to be like, we're gonna cut all the curse words out of it. Because at first you're like, what the hell is going on? Because you have these guys be like Oh man, I'm gonna abs. I hate this pool game. Uh, and then, then you know, just doing these over the top lines, and then they spliced out the curse words to then make it come across like a, a porn yeah, scene. It, which it came across, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Came across across hard. yeah. Oh, across oh, his yeah. face, and and then he licked it off. I said, Michael, what is wrong with you? <laughs> that- you know. The scene was just like, oh, we're in America now, and people in America use the F word a lot. And so everybody was dr- dropping the F bomb. But when they took the F word out, it was just more effing. A lot of that mm-hmm. was just like kind of spliced together. And I don't know why they included the money shot. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was the I, I, reason? Find, I find it so interesting because, like, the odd thing about this is like there's a smidge of a post credit scene. In the Pentaveret. I don't know if you guys watched this, did you? Oh, yeah. I think I turned it off as soon as possible. No, I think I saw because it. It turns out, so it, it actually is like a sweet clip. It, it goes back to Mike Myers being oh, interviewed yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it, got it, yeah. by like a local journalist. And you realize the entire time, this is meant to be some sort of love letter to journalism. Not a love guru. The, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, listen, uh, what was it? Mariska Harjate, I believe, is what he <laughs> said all the time. <laughs> There's a guy in that movie named Jacques Lecoq. Again, <laughs> Mike Myers is not gone. He's got one joke. Yeah. <laughs> one joke. Yeah. No, this was a love language, a love letter to local journalists. Oh, a love language. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it was, it was to local journalists because, like, the plot of the film, well, the show is that this journalist is about to lose his job because he's getting old and he's about to, re- like, he's boring. He's not changing with the times. Um, he's just a nice guy. And I think Mike Myers is probably feeling that heat as well because, uh, look, I think it's time to put him down uh, retirement wise. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Mike, hang it up. It's it's this. We can't do this again. Don't yeah. wait 20 years and give us another one of these. We don't want it. Mike Myers has had the wildest career in that he like, um, you know, he came on. He was in SNL. Uh, he had like the the big hit in Wayne's World uh, mm-hmm. and then kind of go, like goes away a little bit. Uh, then has uh, the Austin Powers movies and then had the kind of right after that Shrek. Uh, but then he goes away again yep. after Shrek and then he comes back. Where with the love guru, which was universally hated. I don't know how it's not in the crappy movie diaper. Uh, But then he's really been sort of like gone uh, that he popped up in a couple of different movies. He was in Inglorious Bastards. He was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, But he's really we haven't seen Mike Myers for really the last uh, 10 years uh, before he pops up here with the Pentaveret. He kicked off 2022 with a Super Bowl commercial with the return of Dr. Evil, if you remember that. But uh, oh, this yes. looked like it was going to be the year of Mike Myers. I mean, technically, it's only this year's only half over. Like he might pop up on like a certain part of him uh, <laughs> in a different circumstance. That, I also want to say, Rob, like as a quick deviation from Mike Myers, I don't think this is the that's the Mike Myers movie you put in. I think you and Akiva need to watch The Cat in the Hat. Oh, that, <laughs> that oh. is okay. nightmare fuel. Two thousand three's Cat in the Hat. Yeah, just Google. Everyone out there, Google a picture of Mike Myers in the cat in the hat. It looks like someone steamrolled said cat. Like he has right. this odd the flat, flat face. face. He can barely face. 
Yeah, he can barely <laughs> move his face while he is yeah, in the creepy. suit. Unlike Jim Carrey, it's it's uh, it is uncanny valley. Yeah, I could yeah. rather watch Robin and Keith um, Love Cat. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch episode <laughs> six of the Pentaverin again. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Yeah, I, I mean, would not. that'd be a very different version of cats. Imagine if Andrew Lloyd Webber is like, "You've got to put the penises in. I need to see the cat penises." Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think there was a cut of that once. Uh, Re- reference but- to oh rum tum t- the rum tum tugger test. Yeah, the, the rum tum tugger oh test. gosh, <laughs> the tug test. This poor man, you signed up for that on purpose. You mm-hmm. did that on purpose, sir. Should we talk about the plot I- of the movie at all? Because <laughs> no. Uh, no. <laughs> for people who are no, absolutely not. Someone is gonna like be like, I turned off this podcast after you were talking about frontal frontal pornography yeah. for twenty I like minutes. We, we opened which, with that. Yeah, I, you got to. You not. This is <laughs> you got to get ahead of the headline. This is the forefront of my yeah. mind. If someone does word association with me for the next two years, it's gonna be Mike Myers' penis. Is always gonna be the first thing <laughs> I go to. <laughs> yeah. Well, can I ask this question then, Chappelle? What was the message of this film? That well, there was a message. Okay, think, think, Chappelle. Um, yeah, something about truth in the media and the news and clickbait articles and you know, like doing your research and not just you know misinformation in the internet and just being a nice guy. Somewhere in there, there's a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what it was, it's, but that's that's it. That's the moral. The, all those things were in there, but like <laughs> I, I think it was very hard to sort of like wait, where 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 are you going with this? What are you what are you saying? Because like uh like in some ways like the the basically the guys who were pseudo like the InfoWars uh people were kind of like on the right track with stuff. I'm like, is this what it really is? This was is this the message that you have here for us in this movie? Um, oh. basically, like, hey, the fake conspiracy theories are you distracting you from the real conspiracy theories? And people are too distracted with their phones, and uh, that um, a, 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 they threw a bunch of stuff at us. Oh, 100%. Uh, phallic shaped ones. I mean, ah. the thing about this show is that. It like swings back and <laughs> forth. Yes. So much. Because to your point, like all those comments you just made were there. They were valid. They were part of like the other thing is that it's a six episode series, but we don't find out it's a mystery and we don't find out any real information until episodes five and six. Mm-hmm. So episode five presents everything that you just said. And that's very much the boomer perspective, right? Like the stuff about like damn kids addicted to their smartphones, like. Uh, you know, really, uh, they don't find out they go outside anymore. But then, like, the final message to answer that question, they really just bring out in the finale of, like, we all need to ha- have a community full of diversity and yes. well-informed opinions. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's fantastic, but it swung completely to the other side of everything else. And it's all, it's like, of all the people, Mike Myers is making this statement of like, I'm going to step out of the way now. It's other people's turn to rise and make Sasquatch poop jokes. <laughs> As he makes a Sasquatch. film where he plays eight people. <laughs> Who portrayed eight people in a film about diversity? How about casting some diversity, Michael? Like, what are you doing? You're like, you know, we really need to give other people the opportunity. You know, this Pentaverit thing is not great. We're going to change it to a Septaverit. We're going to have mm-hmm. women. We're going to have people of color. We're going to do all of this stuff. But in this particular film, it's just me. Mm-hmm. It's me. Like, him and Tyler Perry are on the same whatever. They're smoking the same out of the <laughs> same pipe. Yeah. But Chappelle, who else could have played Bruce Baldwin in Lord Lordington? 
I mean, literally and anyone. Rex Smith. <laughs> oh, don't forget right. about Mishu. Yeah, and Shep, <laughs> like Shep, Shep Gordon. But who is a real? Who is Anthony a real Lansdowne. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> who is gonna play Rob Lowe <laughs> and Maria Menounos? <laughs> like, what is happening? That's what I'm saying. Like, for this to be like this random moment of diversity that they just throw in at the end, like you know, this whole thing was a setup because we've been trying to take down these rich white men from making all the decisions. Yeah, but a rich white man did this. Mm-hmm. And look at what we're, look at us with our clown noses on, looking like <laughs> fools watching this. Like, some, why didn't y'all step in? What that should be the story of this. Someone should have stepped in. Someone should have grabbed, hey, put that down. Put down the, the, the director's, the camera. Yeah. Put that down. Michael, stop it. Chappelle, to me, good. that what this most reminded me of that we have watched before was the bubble. In that this is like another project that has really like gone off the rails, uh, which also featured Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key loves money. He loves. Well, listen, no, Ken Jong loves money. Oh my god, I have a, I have a, not a bone. I have a skeleton to pick with Ken Jong. Okay, Mister Jong. Okay. But Keegan-Michael Key, I do feel bad because the man is legitimately talented. I love me some Key and Peele, but he has picked some of the worst. Like, Jordan Peele's getting nominated for Oscars. Yeah. Keegan-Michael <laughs> Key's acting in Fart Storm 7 that is the Pentaveret. <laughs> did you watch The Bubble also? I did not uh, watch well, The Bubble. <laughs> oh, like, what the was bubble. worse, The Bubble or this? This was worse. This was no, worse. I this disagree. Was, I disagree. This was, I, the, there is that, no way. There There's were no moments way. when I laughed uh, during the There's Pentaveret. A, there is no, there's no way this is better Less than the mobile. frontal there's nudity. No way. Yes, <laughs> the picture well, gives I'm you out, that. I need to yeah, see yeah. more. Mike's like, I need to year, see it. more fifty-year-old yeah. com- comedic. No burritos. Penis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, look. Um. Uh. Like this is this is this is incredible because he doesn't even make it through half the the season. Like Keegan, you signed up for this. Yeah. You made it to episode two. He was on Why the did poster. you take this check? Yeah. Why did you take Cover. the check? It was one episode, sir. Why did you take the check? <laughs> <It was> two. <laughs> they wrote him. They wrote him out in episode two. Yeah. For Ken. What? Yeah. What is going on? They're like, all right, well, we got a real ringer. Who wants you know, the third more, the second most popular judge by default on the Mass Singer? Yeah, that was yeah. so wild that they killed off Keegan Michael Key in the second episode. In a movie about diversity, you get rid of the man of color to replace him with the man of color. How about mm-hmm. kill off one of the Mike Myerses? How about that? Mm-hmm. We don't need eight of them. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> what are we doing? Well, then that's part of the mystery. Who killed you. him? Well, that's that's the thing is I think the resounding question I found myself asking throughout this six episode endeavor was just like to to quote you many times, Rob. Who is this for? <laughs> is why this are, for? why is this being made for someone? Like who was jonesing for this particular thing? So not just like. I think if people want more Mike Myers content, it would make sense for them to be like Austin Powers four, Wayne's World three. Not Mike Myers being like, you're not going to believe what I have to say about conspiracy theories. I'm going to mm. open your mind to all this stuff that you never thought about. <laughs> it was so self indulgent. It was literally Mike Myers in the most masturbatory thing that he's ever done. Like he was like, I need to make something that I can watch with me naked in it about me with all of my me as all of my friends and make it when nobody wants it mike myers did this on his own for himself <laughs> this that is the answer he wanted to see himself naked surrounded by those other people naked that's what he did this for him he needs a reason <laughs> give me a reason to be naked in the room full of these people on camera that's what he wanted he got it 
Congratulations, Mike. Congratulations. I'm, I hope you're effing happy. Yeah, baby. Not you. <laughs> I know you're not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to talk about this. No. What, what is there to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so essentially one of the weird things about this is like we said, so Mike Myers plays eight different roles. My God, with the, uh, I don't know, the range of, uh, of a Nerf gun, uh, just not really getting anywhere. Uh, you know, he, but the interesting thing is that, so Austin Powers, like, we very rarely saw Austin Powers and Dr. Evil and Fat Bastard and everyone, like, in the same room. Here. Gold member. Yeah, gold member, yeah. You really love talking about gold member. What is his favorite one? I have fond memories of the Austin Powers <laughs> trilogy. Yeah, very I mean, that sexy, was, very toy. Right before you going out into the Amazon, so now it all makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. as to why you were Point feeling like a tiger. Ways. Yes, yeah. uh, Austin but Powers Plaza. <laughs> exactly, but they, uh, but instead of the eight roles, Mike Myers plays four of them that all sit in the same room with each other, and it just feels like. <laughs> I don't know, like, w- oh, like a little bit shooting your wad of like you can do, <laughs> you can play <laughs> eight parts, and four of them are in the same room talking to each other. What was the call sheet for that day? Like mm-hmm. Mike Myers and, a, and an AD, and that was it. Yeah, do you think that any part of this was that this was filmed during COVID, and so if we just like have Mike Myers <laughs> play all the parts that we're not really breaking any sort of like COVID protocol, the small set. No, don't, don't, don't do this. Do not make excuses for this man. He, this, this, this is a mess. It shouldn't have happened. Instead of doing this and saying like, I'll just play all the parts because then I'll be within COVID regulations and restrictions and all that good stuff. How about just don't, how about you don't do this? Mm -hmm. You didn't have to do this. Mm -hmm. Netflix, you said you were on the ropes and this this is who you this lay is with? why this is they 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 put out the pentavrit and then everybody's like sold their shares of netflix stock <laughs> no i think this yeah, is Mike like when the, when the boxer's on the ropes and he's gonna do like a massive haymaker and he slips in a pile of his own puke and falls like that's what the pentavrit oh, is the, he's like I'm, was the sasquatch recently in the ring oh uh, no yeah i forgot about the sasquatch poop <laughs> he yeah yeah that's just happening throughout the film. There's, there's, for the people who didn't watch this, there's literally Sasquatch just wandering the halls of this compound, taking huge deuces mm-hmm. or number ones if you're in Russia, apparently. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. He's doing this just sporadically in the hallway <laughs> for no reason, no part of the storyline because he's the watchdog of the facility. So as a, as a watchdog, he has all, um, all the rights in the world to just, Take a crap everywhere he wants to with no impact on the storyline at all. But for some reason, whenever he jumps, they play the sound from the Bionic Man. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Myers is like, all right, I got something for every generation. He really did, though. Uh, I will say that he was touching on so many references throughout this uh, film. Like that, that was uh, one of many. It was just like in, in the opening credits, you know, he would do like a quote about the movie or whatever and then he quote billy eilish like i'm the bad guy i was like wait what and then there's at one point he's quoting hillary duff he's like i think you lost it in hollywood hills is it what is happening mm-hmm. here do you think that's uh, why he has a live action non-mouth moving shrek show up to headbutt sasquatch yeah. for the record i think those quotes probably like uh somebody else wrote them like in post like uh like i don't think that those were mike myers generated all of those quotes in the beginning of each episode <laughs> like, I, I hope think, not. <laughs> they had probably like, okay, let's get a young person to punch this up a little bit. 
What young, young person is like, who? let's quote dignity by Hillary Dove. Like, <laughs> do you think Mike Myers is- knows who Billie Eilish is? Do you think if they passed each other like on the street, do you think he would say anything? Would she know him? Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. He would have to use the Shrek voice for Billie Eilish to be like, oh, I've heard of that movie. Oh, it's mm-hmm. on Netflix, right? Change mm-hmm. your Look. hair, you donkey. <laughs> um, he needs help. And I think that this was a cry for help and we should really like, we're laughing, but honestly, mm-hmm. we should be, there should be a like a trigger warning at the beginning of this podcast and we should definitely be like giving out hotline mm-hmm. numbers no. and sending yeah. people to resources. Every, everyone has okay. a blood on their hands from this, including <laughs> and especially Ken Jong. Yeah, what, Ken like, Jong. what is your beef with Ken Jong? He is like, I despise every role he's ever played. Yes. Because he does the same goddamn thing over and over and over again. I'll give it to Mike Myers. He's trying <laughs> accents. Ken Jong found one thing that worked in 2009 with Community and said, that's it. I'm done. No, I'm gonna be Mike, doing this. I do believe he played multiple roles in the Hangover trilogy. No, we he saw him naked too. He also got yes, maybe that is it. Mike Myers probably called him up in like 2009. Like Ken, I love what you're doing. We have to work together. We have to collaborate because you, you Mike, did what I always wanted to do. Be think, full front frontal in him. <laughs> Mike Myers is like all the comedic actors who showed their penises in the past decade. I'm Jeremy Irons. Oh, there you go. I'm I didn't know him. about I didn't know about Jeremy Irons on the on the penis uh on the penis release right? scales. Yeah, from I believe I in uh that. yeah, and uh in, in Watchmen. Uh yeah, he's building the I'm building oh. the Pav- oh. I'm building the Pavengers. I'm getting together all the actors <laughs> that have gone full frontal. I'm the Nick Fury. Oh, I forgot that was him. And, and uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Ew. Um, yeah, this is just like uh, Mike Myers assembling all his friends and getting naked in front of him, uh, mm-hmm. at least from my point of view. But um, my, my main hang up with Ken Jong, it's mostly to do with the mass Singer, where mm-hmm. like Rob Lowe's been naked like, on camera also. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. maybe. Rob, are you on Mr. Skin? No. <laughs> That's, that'd be a good uh, Renap game night three. Has this actor <laughs> been naked on camera or oh, not? Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> Put it on the wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh boy, I don't want to know what the spinner on that wheel is. Uh, but the thing about Ken Jog is like he just does the same thing over and over again. It is not funny to me. It is not endearing to me because he acts like such a brazen, over the top a hole that there's very little love in my opinion. Uh, and so like I just had such a hang up on each and every Ken Jong performance where I've seen to the point where unfortunately. And look, the guy seems great. I loved him in like episodes of The Office. Uh, I loved his reaction to seeing, you know, Rudy Giuliani on The Masked Singer. Mm-hmm. That was the only time the facade got dropped. But to the point where now he shows up on screen, and I, I, I audibly let out a groan when I saw this poor man. I said, not again, <laughs> please. I mean, listen, I didn't realize, I was going to say he's poisoning the well, but the well was made up of poison. I just wasn't realizing it at that point. This man was a licensed physician. Yeah. And this is how far he's fallen. I don't care. He did this on purpose. Yes. But he needs to really take a, a good hard look at himself and just say, what What am I doing and why? Because, I mean, he was the weakest link on Murderville, too. Not to throw him under the bus, but like <laughs> Marshawn Lynch outdid him in Murderville. Sure. You know, so Ken, maybe, maybe try being a doctor again. Mm-hmm. See if that works out. This might not be for you. Hey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I do think it would help to talk through the plot of the film in terms of where where it starts to ultimately where it goes. <sighs> All right. I think, Go for it. I think it would help give this podcast some structure. <laughs> I think we need a rudder at this point. Okay. All right. Keegan Michael Key is a uh what nuclear physicist yeah, working yeah, on he, cold fusion. Yeah. He's got a lot sure. of projects that he's working on uh that he has taken against his will and mm-hmm. brought to the home base of the Pentaveret that he is going to be indoctrinated as a uh new member. Now again, so this is where we can talk about other things. That they that it was believed that Keegan Michael Key's cause of death, Chappelle, was that he was attempting the new viral craze, the Kiss the Star challenge. Yeah, and the Kiss the Star is basically where you pull your head. Well, it doesn't really matter how you get there, but your goal is to kiss your own anus. <laughs> you are supposed to put your lips on your sphincter. And and that is a challenge that is going viral now. I don't know of many people who could do this. I'm not guru, sure. Maybe Chappelle, my I'm, my FYP is permanently effed after. Oh my gosh, the internet for this. Yeah, but like <laughs> you know, so like I don't know how it goes viral. Like if the number of people is like less than twenty who can do this, you know. And so he goes and 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 does this and dies allegedly because they've kidnapped him and they use that as the excuse for his faked death. Um. Because he has to be the fifth person to fill in on the Pentaveret because Mike Myers died. One of the Mike Myers has died, and we had to bring in, yeah. uh, you know, Keegan Michael Key here. Um, we should, we should also he mention here. His own ass. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I mean, listen, if you like butt, dick, and poop jokes, <laughs> this is your this is your Bible. Yes. The algorithm right. has found you. Exactly. Oh, like there, there is a like I would say at least I don't know a joke per minute in a. Roughly 120 minute show yeah. uh, about somebody's genitals or butt or like something to do with sex. Yes. The the only person self gratifying himself here was Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. He kissed his own ass. I will say. I will say that what, that what that uh, a person very close to each of us on the podcast, a, 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 a co host of uh, all of ours, said that <laughs> the Tavern is genius. Uh, I'll leave that as a blind no, item. No, they didn't. I'll no, leave that no, as a blind didn't. item. They didn't say that. They didn't say that. It they was said. It, it, things be said. People I be mean, saying genius stuff. is a very Kanye uh, word to throw out. An, right? Yeah, exactly. It's an operative <laughs> word. Like geniuses do exist. People who work at the Apple Store are mm. geniuses. Are geniuses. Would I, would I put them in front of a Netflix television show and tell them to make something? I don't completely think so. Genius comes in many ways. Oh right. boy! Mm-mm. Oh gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Across the pool table, even. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, so that's a key, Michael Key, uh, that he is going to be indoctrinated into the the newest member of the Pentaver. Meanwhile, we meet Mike Myers' main character is a Canadian newsman 
named Ken Scarborough. And he's a man on the street talking with people. And for some reason, Mike, in Canada, and I'd love to hear how our Canadian audience uh, react to this, that uh, can, Canada apparently is in like, uh, you know, 480p. Yeah, they're in 4.3, fuzzy, they said. It is interesting because I feel like a lot of... So Mike Myers hasn't done a lot of poking at Canada. You know, he did... He's done British. He's done... I can't say Scottish in the form of Shrek because he's yeah. an ogre. This is the first time that he's really tackled it. Now, that being said, I do feel like Mike Myers is doing a little bit of like, I can say it because I'm Canadian. A smidge so Mike of Myers, like, he has an interesting background. I just listened to him. He was on the... Uh, Dana Carvey and uh, David Spade podcast, and he was talking about his background. I, th- I think believe his parents are from Liverpool, and then they, mm. they moved to Canada when he was young, and then uh, he ended up uh, then, and then he went back and lived in England for a few years before he ended up uh, going to, I believe, Chicago to go to Second City. Mm. That's mm. his background. So he he's not a native Canadian. Well, he's not a native place of, a person of any of these places that he makes fun of. It yeah. seems like, you know, like, you know, but he better stay his ass out of Africa. I know that much. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I mean, listen, I like, just, g- again, give it, give it up to Mike Myers. Like he did not go into that territory. He very easily could have even in 2022, but he did not. My issue here, though, is that like, OK, we get Canada is supposed to be really, really nice. Like, that's the only thing we're getting. The people from Canada are so nice. Yes. But this guy, Ken, he's too nice. Like his uh, to the point where his news reporting is very boring. And so they want to make him retire. And so he has to find something sexy because the world after. needs clickbait. World needs uh, excitement. No. I yeah. guess it's, Oh, you mean dick bait. OK, here we go. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Like, why? I guess he meant to like mimic this local reporter that is talked about in the post credit scene. But like, why didn't Mike Myers have to put prosthesis on every one of his characters? Couldn't <laughs> one of them just look like normal Mike Myers? See, I think Mike. that when you see Mike Myers do an interview, I think that that is Mike Myers in prosthetics now. Like, I think that Mike mm. Myers actually looks like the guy that he's playing in the movie now. Oh, he's actually fat bastard. <laughs> Maybe. Oh no, not this. Yeah, movie. in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am so confused about the ultimate reveal in the movie. Where okay, so there's uh, the woman that works with him. Uh, there's there's a young woman who Riley. 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 Okay, she uh, is sort of like a PA at the news station. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll help you go out there and find the thing. Uh, we find out in the final episode. She actually was part of uh what what agency? Okay, so there's a, the Pimbromanis, I think it's called. Yeah. Maybe I'm pulling that out of my own. No, uh, my no, own, no. Own, you, you, no, you got it. You don't have to say that. Nope, you got yeah, okay. it. <laughs> but uh, it's so basically like they're the ones that kind of like run the day to day. It seems the Pentaveret, like the Pentaveret, it seems like there's a bunch of odd divisions where it's like the titular Pentaveret, which is just five guys not burgers and fries. Then there's like Patty, Patty, who is the executive assistant. Then there's like a bunch of guys in robes that kind of just stand there and react in crowd scenes. Yeah. Then there's the Lichtenstein guard yes. who are like the, a lot the of bureaucracy the, at the Pentaveret. Yeah. Like the secret service of the Pentaveret. And then there's the Fibromanis who are like the ones who wear the stylish bowler hats who seem to be like, I don't know. They seem to be like, we see them manning the controls for the helicopter. Like it seems like they do a lot of, day-to-day grunt work mm-hmm. yeah they're the diversity 
at the top, you have the five white men, and then you have the Fibromanis, which is like these black women and like people of color that are down there doing the behind the scenes stuff. And so Patty has been fighting for diversity as, as well. And so they linked up and then they sent Riley as like this undercover type person to go and find Ken and utilize him for this mission. And so Ken goes out and uh, he runs into Anthony, also played by Mike Myers. And Anthony is like a conspiracy nut who has like a van. But then do we find out at the end of the movie that also that Anthony was also a plant? No, it was that she she just knew he had a van. Yeah, he well, he was part of the plan. Uh, he was the man in the plan with the van where they said, like, OK, he's a conspiracy nut. So, like, he'll be the most susceptible to help Shep because the goal is to get him to the Pentaveret HQ. And so it's like, we'll get this guy because obviously he has plastered across it, like expose the Pentaveret. Anthony is also the most disgusting character uh, <laughs> I've encountered in quite some time from just a pure scatological perspective. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't say anything in the film that's not poop related at any time. Yeah. You know, like that's his entire personality throughout <laughs> the film. He's either farting or pooping or talking about poop, talking about hotels named after poop yeah. and and buttholes. Like that's that yeah, is him no, I throughout mean, he, the film. He, he does uh talk about uh he makes a lot of like um talk about uh he's drinking like uh Male enhancement cola, <laughs> also. Yeah, because Mike Myers also plays, uh, sort of like an Alex Jones type, but he plays him like he has no neck or hair, and he's sitting covered in like NASCAR sponsorships, and he's just sitting in a chair doing a YouTube show. What's his name? Uh, Rex Smith, right? Rex Smith, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and he and he is he is giving his conspiracies over the over the airwaves and then people like Anthony are just eating them all up but he also has the sponsorship with the you know extends uh, if you will uh drink um yeah I know, and, one, um, I know one guy that might need a sip of that I'm about to say now Mike Myers you got to spread the wealth on that one because you <laughs> clearly need it yeah don't let Anthony have it all Get, send some to Ken <laughs> oh my god but yeah so the other thing is that so the pentaverate as established so this is like a secret society but as jeremy irons puts like they do good right it's that these these five guys who from the the 1300s right like were in the right about things and society said no and so like okay we're gonna run things behind the scenes to make sure like they're the ones holding the bike that society is riding being like, okay, I'm just going to make sure you're not going to fall over. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's why they prevented Y2K. Exactly. Like they stopped so many different things. And so that's why uh, Hobart. No, I mean, that's why Mm -hmm. this shows the pentaverate is gone. Uh, The septaverate, unfortunately let this slide under their noses, Mm -hmm. but essentially like the big plot comes from the fact that the guy that this guy, that Keegan Michael Key was replacing got killed uh, the Mark the Zuckerberg ma- type guy. Yeah, the Maester of Dubrovnik ends up visiting uh, and p- compiles an investigation uh, of like, who could it have possibly been? Is it any of the f- of four members of the Pentaverate? Or is it the one Australian man meant to resemble Rupert Murdoch, who was evil <laughs> but is now quote-unquote good? I I wonder who could have possibly done it. This is a true humdinger. Mm-hmm. Good question. Well, I mean, there... 
there was still Patty as a suspect because on, on Clark's way out before he died, him and Patty had finally linked up because they kept dropping innuendo that Patty and him were going to get busy throughout to the point where she throws her sex toys on the table, just like haphazardly. Just like, here you go. Um, and so they eventually, um, have sex on the, the, the on the set of the moon landing. <laughs> Yeah. Underneath the fake the, the fake stars that yeah. happened, and then when he woke when she woke up, he was dead next to her. So Patty was a um, a suspect too, because obviously uh, Professor Clark did not die from kissing the star or what did they call it? Um, a local rim, rim yeah. job, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Local locally rim sourced that, rim job. Exactly. So he he survived that, but he died. Uh, it seems like from poison. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Patty is from Massapequa, Long Island, or as she calls it, uh, Matza Pizza, uh, which, uh, was, uh, is a real place, is, uh, one town away from where, uh, my mom lives on Long Island. I don't, I, I feel so sorry for your mom to be even like remotely geographically affiliated with this. Massapequa? <laughs> yeah. The home of Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. If someone mentioned, if a film, if a TV series like this, was made and name dropped a town that was within a five mile radius of me. I would have to move immediately. Mm-hmm. Got, to. <laughs> Got to burn the town down. Irreconcilable you know, differences. <laughs> right. Everybody yeah. just leave until we figure everything out. There is a lot in this movie that they really play with words that sound like uh, like people with accents pronouncing words that end up sounding <laughs> like swear words. We get yeah, a I lot can't of mileage. Yeah. yeah, I can't count the ways. I cannot count no. the ways. No, no. yeah, yeah. It's mostly, it's mostly found in Mike Myers' excuse to do an Eastern European accent. And we should also say, uh, by and large, many of these Mike Myers accents are trash. Are like <laughs> absolute <laughs> garbage. The British one he's been doing for years, so that's fine. The Canadian one, obviously, but like the Russian one, pretty <laughs> awful. Uh, the Australian mm. one is just like. I, he will never be allowed in that country as far as I can imagine. <laughs> uh, like it's just rotten. But yeah, much is made for Mishu of him mispronouncing words. Yes. Yes. Uh, they have a lot of fun with him trying to pronounce, uh, focus. You must, mm-hmm. you must focus. Mm-hmm. There's also a fun little literal look down the barrel of the camera at talking about whether or not Hobart will take a key or peel. Yeah. Take the, mm-hmm. take the, that. Well, there's the cyanide pill or a key. And they ask uh, Keegan-Michael Key, will you take the key or will you take the peel? Uh, which and, he winks and at the I thought, Yeah. Well, I thought that would be as corny as we got. I really thought like, okay, you did it. It was right there. You did it. Fine. Pat yourself on the back. Let's move on. They never move on. They no. never at any point move on. It's what they get. We can't not keep staying the fact that they had Shrek appear like a real live version of this ogre just steps into this world yeah. for a hot second. He had to headbutt Sasquatch, Mike. Like that that is what Who we else watched. Was gonna... Who else the was going to do it? Yeah. Right. Um have we mentioned uh that there is also a computer system which is also a big part big plot point in the film. Uh the computer system is called Mentor. Uh, it was developed by the Mark Zuckerberg type character. Uh, the computer system has the soul of a person. That person happens to be a mass hole from Boston, as the film tells us. <laughs> Why? Why? I, and I was convinced for 
sixty percent of this that it was uh, that it was Mark Wahlberg who like refused to get a credit because he saw the writing <laughs> on the wall. But no, it was just someone doing like a Mark Wahlberg esque accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mentor is basically this big giant eyeball or a giant looking through a peephole. You know, like yeah. I guess that's what we're supposed to take from this. Um, hey, yeah, what he's just an asshole. Like I mean, like he's he's like he's just saying like uh, smart alecky things to these just people the star. when he yeah. Sh- yeah when he should be computing. You know, yeah, and but mentor is does like he's the focal point of the film in a way because it all circles around mentor. Yeah, and I the guy who we fell were, into I- it. I thought he was the only one-eyed monster we'd see, and then I got to episode six. Mike. You put him on timeout, Chappelle? I, no, at this point, let's just go. No, let's just do whole, it. we're, we're all on timeout. Out. We're all in yeah, prison we're, right now. We've been yeah. like, doing this. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the moment I go to hell. This is where... <laughs> Take like, me oh, with we, you. We let everyone else slide, but like you watched the Pentaveret. I'm so sorry. Yeah. We're going to stop you right there. You went full bloom. Mike Myers. And, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're here now. This is what we're doing today. And mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we we end up with then okay, uh Mike Myers is on, on the search as Ben Scarborough for the big story that's gonna get him back on Canadian news. Uh Anthony, the conspiracy guy, is gonna take him and Riley in the van to go. And so they're going to go and document the Pentaveret. So he will have this story. They're going to send him in there. Um, now there is an initiation. He needs to infiltrate the Lichtenstein guard to be able to get in and get all the footage that he needs to bring this back to Canadian television. Uh, now Anthony says that he tried to do it himself. Couldn't get through you need to be circumcised uh, to get that. There is apparently a, a there. They do some testing. It's called the, the tug test. He had uh, attempted with crazy glue to replicate <laughs> a circumcision, but he did not pass the tug test. Why are you going into details <laughs> about this? It's an important plot point in the film, Mike. It, it is a very important plot point. That is a thing that happened. Um, uh, <laughs> like this was I, this cost at least like ten thousand dollars. This two minute sequence with between the pay for the actors, the green screen, the hair and makeup, you could have fed a family for a week to have a, week. A, a Mike Myers character talk about time he tried to glue his foreskin back <laughs> so, that I mean, could, so that it could pass a, t- a tug test yes. to get into a secret society mm-hmm. uh, you could have paid a family for a week you know um, or at least let him keep the tips you know or no, something no. just the tips yeah um, just the tips should they have come on with the Netflix guy be like Hi, I'm the president of Netflix. Mike Myers had an idea about a circumcision test that was going to be at this film. <laughs> instead, what we decided to do, instead of filming this scene, we fed a family for <laughs> no. the year 2021. No, Rob, that would be a ripoff. And you don't want to rip off in this moment. Rip-off. Yeah, it would, that would be a ripoff. A rip-off. It would be so cheap. Yeah, it would yeah. be so also, cheap. Knowing this, knowing this TV series, it'd be like, and now we cut to them now. And it's a family of like, apes like having sex with each other and they're just like <laughs> which, throwing bananas which, on them 
which was in this film too. Like let's let's not breeze past that. In the it, when in the orgy scene, when they're trying to get all the censorship up, a monkey is just humping a monkey for no reason. <laughs> for no reason. We just it just happened on the screen for no reason. Completely out of the no out, just nowhere. They just yeah. did that. Yeah. Oh my god. So basically everything's converging, right? We're like, he's able to pass the tug test <laughs> and infiltrate the Lichtenstein. Well, he kind of he, he kind of got he got through, and the guy forgot about it, and then he uh, brought up the tug test. He didn't forget about it because we find out later on in the film that they had fast tracked him past all of this. This was part of the plan in the first place. Uh, Riley knew that the tug test was going to come up, but she had already cleared all of this. The man was going to pass him through, and he said, "Isn't there a test I'm supposed to do?" And he's like. You're right, the tug test. <laughs> and then we have to hear him scream as his screams echo throughout. That's not a tug. That's way more than the tug. That's way it's like, more. It's like if a and tug have, boat. <laughs> <laughs> the grip you might have had to get on that to yeah. make that happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Like this, this all together, Mike. You said this was like an hour. How many? How many minutes? Like, oh, I don't know. yeah. It was like, I, it was like, I, was like, I guess it ended up being like two and a half, three, and hours. three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so do you think there's like an uncut version too? <laughs> that no? won't pass the when tug he, test. When yeah. you pass Netflix, doesn't yeah. pass the yeah. tug test. That's yeah, how I'm okay. gonna judge all my movies. If I look on the poster, I'm like, that guy cut. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> Is that guy cut? <laughs> 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 Damn. Yeah. Okay. Chappelle, we haven't talked too much about Jeremy Irons, who does the intro for each episode. Uh, that he basically like taunts you and says, uh, "Don't skip the intro." I didn't. I don't think you could skip. The, I think this was baked in. Oh yeah, because I tried desperately to skip the intro. I was like, like "God damn!" Skip intro Netflix. button didn't come up, but right. he kept telling like, "Hey, hey, don't skip the intro, man!" And now. You're like I was like so excited to come on here and talk about Scar as our uh person at the intro at, uh, in like I was like oh it's Scar oh my god but now I am scarred because I just found out that, that was his meat hanging off of Mr. Manhattan like y'all didn't have to do that I didn't know that was Jeremy Irons well no Jeremy Irons also Doctor Manhattan <laughs> who was he because that's seen a lot that did we no, like the Watchmen uh, right was too he much was meat uh, in there he was Ozymandias. uh no oh, that was uh too yeah. much meat. <laughs> uh but no i i actually really honestly that might have been the best part of the entire thing was like i did enjoy how they poked fun at that like the bit of the meta aspect of like don't you dare skip this intro and how some of it was like they did the you know i'm watching stranger things right now so to have him recount the plot of stranger things was fun and then in the end he's just like in fact i would not be surprised if in the final one it was they didn't give jeremy irons a script and he literally said f it i'm just gonna like say eh, it doesn't matter cut to cut to the logo it doesn't matter anymore i'm done you made me do this yeah mm-hmm he spends one of the intros just gassing himself up, talking about his own accolades. He's like, I'm Jeremy Irons, and I'm a man of stage and, and film. And I was like, oh, look at this. We like this here. Why um, am I so here yeah, right now? <laughs> that's a good question, Jeremy Irons. You had nothing better to do. You, I got, like, like you're a pretty big deal. You didn't have to do this. Yeah, well, they have Jeremy Irons. Uh, they have Rob Lowe, who, of course, was in the Austin Powers uh, film. So I don't know if there's uh, a friendship there with and then Also, Rob Lowe's also in Wayne's World, the first Wayne's World also as well. Yeah. So uh, Rob, guess, Rob Lowe, I think, has then Mike Myers that they have a bit of a bromance. So like, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, Mike Myers never did appear on like Parks and Rec or the West Wing. So I don't know if it's reciprocal, mm-hmm. but 
Yeah. I don't know if Mike Myers, if, they, if the grinder ever went past season one, would Mike Myers have appeared there? It's the only other Rob Lowe project I know. Yeah, let's not bring any gr- <laughs> grinders into this at this point. No, no, please don't give yeah. Mike Myers any ideas. Um, but also, I, I did enjoy uh, Maria Menounos, Chappelle, uh, who is like uh, kind of hosting uh, the Pentaveret internal television network. Yeah, it was definitely like e-, e News or whatever with Maria, and yeah, all she did was basically like start the episode. Uh, she would kind of give you like the transition uh, to let you know where you were in the movie if you were losing track because it was so easy to lose track. <laughs> and, but she just kind of knew everything. She would just be like, "I'm Maria Menounos," and th- like the Pentaveret is down one person. Like, oh well, girl, how you know? Uh, you know, but she she knew everything, so it was fun to see her. I wonder what else she does in her spare time aside from like silly things like this. Because Mike Myers had to call her on the phone and tell her this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think is there an is there an MM group text between all the celebrities with <laughs> M's in their initials? Yes, the MM bracket. Start the bracket, Rob. Yeah, We're gonna yeah, do the MM name bracket. Yeah, called like. Mm. She- <laughs> I, I do think, actually, speaking of MM, uh, I've had a lot of Maria Menounos on the brain because she showed up in a cameo on The Boys as well, which I'm recently oh. rewatching. So, like, I've had so many Menounai uh, in my Menounai. mind for the past couple of weeks. Menounesis. <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> that uh, the Ben Ben Scarborough has infiltrated... I'm sorry, uh, Bruce... Is he Ben Scarborough? That's his name, right? <laughs> Ken Scarborough. Ken, Ken, whatever, Ken Scarborough, whatever. Please. He's got like 12 names. One of them's Ben, right? <laughs> I'm sure. No, he's not Obi-Wan. Yeah, okay. Ken Scarborough, he infiltrates and uh, he becomes uh, one of the members of the Lichtenstein Guards. <laughs> he ends up uh, teaching them Defendo, which he picked up in uh, the Canadian Army, the Canadian Martial Arts. And... He ends up uh, getting close enough to be able to see what's going on. But then he is the one that ends up, uh, you know, uh, getting uh, what uh, that that basically that they put that his boss's head on a pike. Yeah. So basically, so each member of the Pentaveret has a key that they can use to like that's right on things. And then there's the Parche Clavum, which is Latin for spare key. I dare not look up what it actually means because I don't want my search history to get like tampered with because I'm sure it means like, I don't know, big happy vagina or something in Latin. Uh, but essentially, fearing that there's translate out for that. Yeah, that's they're fearing there's mistrust within Pentaveret. Uh, Ken and his boss go rogue. They go to Dubrovnik, where apparently that's like the home of where the Pentaveret started. And they find the Parche Clevum. That's where they meet Shrek. Because the ogre of Dubrovnik is indeed Shrek, and he shows up and headbutts Sasquatch, as we've spoken about many times. And Ken gets the Parche Clavum, but his boss ends up dying along the way. But now Ken is involved, incidentally, in everything going on with the Pentaveret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once you touch the key, it has your DNA. And so now they can't get rid of him either. So he touches it, it like pricks his finger, he has like uh, the blood in there. So he's stuck with them, and they can't get rid of him. Um, and they need him because the plot. It's like there. Here's the plot twist, right? Like we thought these were good people. Come to find out, uh, they have uh, two of them have gone rogue. One being um, Mr. Cho here, um, played Cho. by Ken Jong. Yeah. yeah, skip skip Cho. Yes. Um, and the other Bruce, I believe, was the other uh, of the Pentaveret who um, went rogue. Bruce Baldwin. Yeah. Oh, and so- I can buy I can buy a Parche Clavum hoodie for only forty five dollars on uh, T Public. On T Public. <laughs> I hope it says what it what you thought it said and I mean, it is, what they the, said it said. Yeah, I mean it is the cleanest I think piece of iconography from the Pentaveret that I would want to buy without getting stopped on the street. Is there any other Pentaveret merch, Mike? 
I think I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, let's see. Pentaveret merch. Let's mm-hmm. see. Oh, because I do have the Canada shirt. Uh, Living the American dream without the violence since 1867. Uh, there is the Pentaveret must never be exposed t-shirt. Uh, Ironically, also- there was a lot of exposure <laughs> in the Pentaveret. Uh, yeah. There it- there is uh, a, an odd Pentaveret shirt for the triannual meeting that says the Queen, the Gettys, the Vatican, the Rothschilds, Colonel Sanders. So I guess it's like a commemorative shirt for the Meadows, which, again, is that big sort of annual organization. So they've got they picked a little bit on merch here, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big surprise. Why would they think that someone would want to buy this stuff? Like, why would they think that? That what hmm. what made them believe that people would want to wear this because no one's watching this, and if they are, they're not going to want to wear the stuff from the shirt. I mean, from the show, like, why would you want that on a shirt? Hmm. This is this is such a weird choice for them. I don't understand what Netflix is doing. I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, I'm looking at a. F- I went from looking for Pentaveret merch to reading an article on Forbes that says uh, Netflix's Pentaveret bombed because Mike Myers was never a star. Oh, dang! Wow. <laughs> Yeah, your yes. Austin Powers heart is like is like shaking right now, Rob. Mm-hmm. They, they said this guy was never it. Um, I don't know. Maybe it, was mean, by some, maybe it was written by somebody who was born in like 2003. Mm-hmm. If you do his hidden misses, though, like he's 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 not he's not batting well here. You know, like I mean, he the, had uh, you know highs that uh, many you know actors or actresses will never reach in their career. I mean, he had yeah, yeah three but also you know, huge properties in. Uh, Shrek, Austin Powers, and Wayne's World. Not to mention being like an all-time SNL person. So yeah, he had he, an amazing had career. A, yeah, it was mm-hmm. like twenty years of like really just hitting, either like critically or not. And there were some, you know, other things in between that he was trying. And then after that, it was just a huge slide into poop that he has not necessarily crawled out of up to this point. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Bruce. Bruce Baldwin is going to sell. No, Bruce Baldwin. (laughs) Bruce Baldwin. Baldwin. I don't know all these people's names. The the, The Australian, uh, yeah, Rupert Murdoch guy. Uh, He is going to sell the uh, computer system to the highest bidder. Okay? He's going to have an auction uh, to be able to sell Mentor to the highest bidder. And that's ultimately what they need to prevent because basically. It's it, you own the internet. You can change uh, history and put out the misinformation. Whatever you want to do, you can do it if you have this auction. Now, did I hear this correctly? Mm-hmm. That the winning bid at the auction went to Putin. Yeah, yeah, you did. And, and, and you would think that that this would have been like an easy one to clean up in the ADR. <laughs> <laughs> you think that, that um was this was this a good call to put this, this out right a, now? None of this was a good call. <laughs> yeah, but, the rest, but like that that you could easily like dub a different word in there and not make the winner of the auction be Putin. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they have been alluding to the idea that Russia was evil throughout. Like, even when the Pentaveret starts to investigate their own, they're like, yeah, I wonder which one of the five of you is the one who's killing everybody. Uh, Misha, what, what are you doing again? Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you up to? He's like, just because I'm Russian doesn't mean I'm evil. Mm-hmm. We'll fast forward to the very end. And they're like, hey, the person who decided to buy the Internet is, is Putin. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And they did that on purpose. <laughs> like, it yeah. was a mistake. They knew that all of this yeah. was going on and they May- still did it. Oh, wait. Was Mike Myers part of the Pentaveret where he knew that the Russia-Ukraine war would break out and he decided to keep that joke in there? Yeah, I mean, that would explain a lot. If the five people no. in charge of everything, one of them ended up being Mike Myers. Like we, no, he's P- uh, sorry, I, I misspoke. He's part of the Peen Tavern. <laughs> Chappelle, did you like that the uh, base that they built for the big convention, the Meadows, had a moon door? Yeah, so at some point, Patty explains to us that, okay, this year, we're going to do Game of Thrones theme, and we're going to have a moon door. And I was just like, <laughs> what? Mike Myers, read the room. Read the room. We don't talk about Game of Thrones no more. We waiting on this new series to come it's out so back. we can pr- to pretend pretend like the first one didn't happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, look Man, at Mike Myers. Could Mike Myers have a la Austin Powers been frozen back in like 2012 <laughs> and got unfrozen 10 years later? I was like, people still like Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. Hoop jokes. Mm-hmm. We still like talking about dick. What do you do? Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, do it. Sh- Shrek is still in the mainstream. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he did. He did quote a Hillary Duff song. Like, let's be very clear: this man is stuck somewhere a couple decades ago. Yeah, and so um, they have a whole big final scene in front of the moon door, where uh, that basically we see that Ken throws his key out the moon door, and then Anthony, the conspiracy guy, ends up uh, saving the day, where he ends up knocking Bruce. Out, uh, out the moon door. It's so odd because so there's a shot of the two of them falling and I could understand if this, if this TV series was made like 30 years ago why they would do this, why, you know, Alex, whatever his name is, uh, is, is, you know, facing up and Bruce Baldwin's facing down. But we have so much technology nowadays. Why were they not both facing up? Why did we have to get like <laughs> post track of Bruce Baldwin of like, well, we can't have Mike Myers in the same frame at the same time, unlike the previous five episodes where there were four of them in the same place at the same time. And on top of all of that, Anthony saved the day by accident because he was trying to get to Bruce so he could ask him about Hillary's emails. He tripped and he accidentally knocked him into the moon door. And so he's falling to his death saying, but her emails which I'm assuming is supposed to be topical at yeah. this point. Well, that uh, I read this, I read it differently. That uh, I read it yeah, that he was, you know, basically like Bruce ends up saying like, hey, like uh, all these conspiracy theories, like uh, all these grievances you have with the government, yeah, like uh, you got left behind because you're a uh, stupid idiot. Uh, that's 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 why um, you, you know, he steps into the hero role. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was very much like he got shunned away, and then he said freedom and like tackled him so anthony is the hero i think he was the hero the but he was still like but but what happened with hillary's emails like uh on his, like, on well, his way to his yeah death. why but you know i mean you you must be an idiot if you think you're going to get the answer to that while you're falling to the death that's why i was like this had to be an accident because clearly asking this question now while you're plummeting through the moon door i think I he just, was the hero but if he was a flawed hero i don't know if he was my hero i just <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no heroes end up clogging up their own chemical toilet with their own nastiness. Yeah, Yeah, he took out the, he was the person that took out the bad guy. Maybe let's not throw the word hero around. Who who was the bad guy? I don't use the word hero a lot, but I'm pretty sure the chemical toilet ruiner. Bruce Baldwin was the the bad guy. He killed uh, two of the members of the Pentaveret. 
I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure. I and think, ultimately, um, everybody Netflix in the pentaverse, they're going to take their cyanide <laughs> pill and off themselves. Not really clear why. I, well, the Demetrius protocols that they enacted <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, was essentially that, like, if there was uh, discord amongst the group, that like it's not safe, and so it's like let's wipe the slate clean and start all over again. And so I guess I mean, listen, Lord Lordington, which is. To be honest, what Mike Myers might look like the next time he attempts one of these projects in another 20 years, like, was very, very old. I'm surprised they didn't do more wheelchair-based humor, if I'm being completely honest. Mm-hmm. Like, they only did a, a one thing with a couple backup noises. Considering that one of the most prolific gags in Austin Powers 1 was him doing the 33-point turn yes. with a little uh, cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think that there were some, uh, like subtle allusions to that as i feel like that we were like uh mike myers loves like little like tram cars going through tunnels and stuff like that <laughs> oh no oh boy is that another challenge <laughs> yeah so yeah so the movie basically ends with the pentaverite killing themselves you know with the cyanide pills or whatever and then we now need to find a soul for Mentor because remember, Mentor has the mass hole soul in mm-hmm. him. And now that they've like over uh, overrode his like mainframe or whatever like fake science terms they made up to make it make sense, like he needs a new soul. And the only soul that they can find, the purest soul of them all, a Canadian soul in the in the form of a uh, Ken here. And mm-hmm. so um, he ends up sacrificing himself to be the new Mentor, aka Kentor. And now that's not a pun I just made up. That is literally what they call him in the film. Yeah. With with this group, you have to be clear that that's not a pun that we made up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. The end. Kintor. Yeah. The end. Literally the end. Yeah. They did it. They did it. They yeah. solved it. Um, we didn't talk about uh, Mike Myers in the House of Mirrors with the Maester of uh, no the say this is the Saester the Maester died he had to go find the Saester and somebody had to alert the Faester and the Maester's <laughs> the Maester's Maester Jesus the monster Christ, my Maester. I'm having a migraine <laughs> yeah it was funny I thought when he shoots the gun. And then uh, he <laughs> shoots her, and uh, um, basically she told him to. She told him to do it, and then uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, because it was like a house of mirrors, yeah. uh, and he got lucky, and he shot her. He's like, what were the chances that you would shoot me? <laughs> I, it's very again. He's copying from freaking Will Ferrell's character, right? In yeah. the Austin Powers movies. You shot who me. You shot shoe? me in the arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who throws a shoe? Honestly, it was the same kind of like vibe. Yeah, like, yeah. Her, you, you. This was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole Maester Saster went on a little too long for me. Oh, no, I love Tia and Tamara. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I, though I will admit, what really got me was the, uh, the Ando and Ergo stuff. <laughs> like, yes. stupid. <laughs> you know, honestly, that was more out of Mel Brooks, I think, than Mike Myers, right? Like the Laurel and Hardy handshake of it all, of how the Maester of Dubrovnik has two assistants named and so and ergo and so whenever the master said and so and they went yes master and so it's just, again it's really stupid but it honestly that's the bar is that this incredibly stupid pun is one of the best jokes in this entire yeah. thing you mean to tell me that's better than the old log in and nuts deep <laughs> how far is the old log in <laughs> It's in that's deep. Yeah, yeah. I just like I'm done here. Yeah. And that was episode one, maybe. I think it was episode two. Oh, my bad. It really held off the old log is in uh, nuts deep. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which they did tell us uh, Nuts Deep is a real place. I mean, it'd have to be. If you're going to lean this far into the joke, I need to know that you didn't just make this up because you wanted to say Nuts Deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other place? It was... Uh, uh, big, was it... Big, Big Dicks in that was that where they were yeah. headed to. Oh yeah. yeah, well yeah, Big Big Dick owned an inn. He also owned the old log inn, right? And but he also owned that deep. He also owned the hat. Big, it's Big Dick's halfway inn, which yeah. was between yes. like two different places because he liked both Canada and America. So it's Big Dick's halfway inn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, <laughs> Mike Bloom. Anything else to say about the Pentaveret? This was horrendous. This was I'd lost my soul when I saw Mike Myers penis. Out of context, you can quote that and you can make that your pin tweet. Mm-hmm. Put, it gonna beat that. Put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Settle it right next right. to the Pentaveret merchandise. That's the version of I went to this place and all I got was this was this t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I lost a bit of my soul when I saw Mike Myers penis. Mm-hmm. This was goddamn ridiculous in so many ways. That being said, I was captivated mm-hmm. in a way like watching um, a car exploding <laughs> where mm-hmm. you, you fear and you feel pathos for the people involved in it. But at the same time, you're just your monkey brain cannot be drawn away by what is in front of you. And that certainly was the case with me. There were a couple of fun little things to put out there, but this was entirely ridiculous. I have no clue why or how this ended up being made, nor this passed any sort of quality check yeah. to say, let's not put this on the air. Let's give a couple tweaks to it, a couple tugs. This was just indescribable. Yeah. Absolutely indescribable. Yeah, I, I do think that part of the appeal at Netflix, I think uh, that they used to like sort of brag about of like at Netflix, we let the creators create. We give them we give them a blank canvas and we let the, the artists. Uh, this is what you know, we don't give them a lot of notes. Chappelle, does does Netflix need to rein it in a little bit? Like uh, we've talked about some bad properties over at Netflix uh, in these last couple of months that uh, does, does Netflix need to tighten things up? <laughs> uh-huh yeah it's a um, loose down there it's a little loose um yeah we were very kind to Medea's homecoming but make no mistake this shouldn't have happened um this should not have happened i think once you do Medea's homecoming the floodgates are just open and you can do whatever the hell you want and it happened i'm not sure why um we talked about it and i had a good time talking about it but yeah netflix how dare you um go to hell because I guess me and Mike gonna be there waiting on you since we watched yeah. this damn movie. I, I will say I don't think you can or should watch this alone. In fact, it's dangerous if you do. I think you. Go I, watch I, with you your parents. Go <laughs> watch with your kids. <laughs> I almost put this watch on it with my kids. I really did. I, I, I almost. I almost. Did. Well, I did put on Medea uh, with with my. Have you son. learned nothing from Medea? Yeah. Like, uh, but I didn't. I was like, oh, this will be a funny thing. Like uh, Mike Myers <laughs> plays a bunch of different characters. Uh, this will be cute. Oh, what's this episode six? I think it's fine. They can turn I don't think into we it. We made it to episode six. Yeah, so I would say within the the same space as a uh, consenting adult. Or do what we're doing and have like a watch party and do like a how how the hell did this happen type of thing. But I truly think this is one of those in the same realm as like 
the room and Birdemic, where I think it is yeah. very much more enjoyed watching it with the community to just react to the WTFness yeah. of it all. Please, nobody tell my wife that I watch this. Oh my God, I think she, I don't know what she's going to think about you at that point. Like mm-hmm. I'm, you've been dodging divorce for a very long time. I think this <laughs> so might be close. this might be it's it. Teetering. Yeah, this might be it. This might. Yeah. Be it. Can you, this can might you be sue it. Mike Myers if that was the case? Uh, I'll try to. I think you should. For damages. I will, I will be the class there action lawsuit. Witness. We'll get it yeah. started. Let's okay. do it, Rob. I'll get you a room at Big Dick's halfway in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, if anybody's looking for me, I'll be in nuts deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a line in this movie that literally says you'd have to be a dick to bail now. Mm -hmm. And now that we talked this out, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe that was episode six. Yeah, they were telling you. They were warning warning. you. Yeah, There was a warning and we did not heed the warning. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this basically is uh, like the the show that Rick rolls you. I was going to bring in uh, the (laughs) two girls, one cup of Netflix. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Eight godly one cup. (laughs) (laughs) Film film people watching the show and post those videos to YouTube. Yeah. We do watch people engage in sexual acts. Yeah. They do. There's a lot of like crap, like actual pooping, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of puke. So yeah. like the ingredients are there, They're but there. let's not bake the cake. Yeah. All right. Chappelle, what's coming up next week? Have you looked ahead? I, no, I thought we got canceled. I thought this was the last <laughs> was one. It? This was our, <laughs> our finale. Was, okay. It's gotta be. Because first we of all, we want to thank everybody that's been with us <laughs> along the way. <laughs> like, thank you, Mike Myers. <laughs> because because what because now we are done you mm-hmm. ruined our whole career as podcast mm-hmm. nothing but netflix is dead now thank you so much mm-hmm. yeah i have a coffin right next to me that i'm just gonna go lay down and just like <laughs> this is it this is how i go this is how i go um okay. so rob there are a ton of tv shows in yes. the u.s today um but we've been getting some suggestions as well um i think number one on tv is the lincoln lawyer Lincoln Lawyer. Um, is this based on the Matthew McConaughey film? I have no clue. Mm-hmm. I have no clue, but it, it is it, a t- 10 episode series. does not take place during the time of Abraham Lincoln, does mm-hmm. it? I don't think so. I see a car and a sky. Oh, well, Matthew McConaughey is in commercials for Lincoln's. Um, oh, that mm-hmm. could be. I believe that was after the Lincoln Lawyer. So maybe mm-hmm. that's, if, if they brought back Lincoln Logs, would you think they get Matthew McConaughey to do them? Yes. Just don't say Logs anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Lincoln Lawyer <laughs> is a 2011 Matthew McConaughey uh, film. So Mike Myers, mm-hmm. right when he came out of cryostasis, might have uh, picked this one up. Yeah. Okay. Um, We've also got some suggestions about uh, the show BS. Um, oh, the, the on, Howie Mandel uh, as well. Howie the game yes. show. Uh, yes, BS. Yes. Got it. Yeah. A lot of people brought that up. But from what I understand, I've talked to a reliable source, AJ Mass, and he told me, like, we don't need to do that. We're, we're good. And so okay. I trust AJ Mass. Now, if you want to go down that route, I, I definitely I, I will contact him. But uh, where was AJ Mass to tell us not to talk about the Pentaveret? He don't care about us. <laughs> AJ Mass don't care about us. You know, he don't. Because if he did, no, no, probably he probably did tell you not to talk about it, honestly. If I go back and look at my messages. Do you think they mixed up the titles for the Pentaveret and BS? Because (laughs) I think BS is a good way to describe the show. (laughs) No, that's probably fair. Um, But yeah, I think uh, Love on the Spectrum starts this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know Maggie Morgan is a very big fan of that show. Um, And so I know she would love to come on and talk about it. Even if we don't talk about it this week, I'm sure we could put it in the chamber for later on. 
Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's a there's a few options. Do you, right, do you have the list pulled up of like uh, what's coming well, up on Netflix? Well, Rob? the one thing that's the um, number one movie on Netflix uh, is the Rebel Wilson Senior Year. Oh, feel yes. good, goofy comedy, but rated R, featuring uh, co-starring previous RHA B&B co-host or a guest, Mary Holland is a star in oh. uh, Senior Year. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could get Mary Holland for, or well, maybe we should watch it first before we decide if we. Yeah, I mean, Holland listen, if you could, I could, I could make some connections. I was uh, about to say we know a guy who knows somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, a cheerleading stunt gone wrong landed her in a twenty-year coma. Now she's uh, thirty-seven, newly awake and ready to live out her high school dream, becoming prom queen. Uh, I have seen uh, some of our other friends uh, even talking about this on social media. Yeah, uh, I think it's a little bit of a reflection. Maybe this will be an excuse for you all to talk about your own high school experiences. But oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Got, it's it's got it's got a good cast. Uh, you know, Rebel Wilson. Uh, it has. Uh, I think that Sam would Richardson. be the, the the one that seemed. This sounds like this would be the pick. Yeah, so I think mm-hmm. Sam Sam Richardson, who I really love, Chris Parnell. Speaking of other, and actually, they got to talk about it. Alicia Silverstone is uh, making her way back to oh. the silver screen. Okay. Here. One of Chappelle's I mean, favorites. The, uh, from back in the day. Back yeah. The day. I remember, I, yeah. I, I was terrified of her in that movie. The, what is it? The Crush? She was scary. Yeah. Um, but um, this is a Rebel Wilson movie that is one hour and 53 minutes long. Mm-hmm. What long. is the reason? Yeah. Yeah. Too long. I mean, too long. Shorter than the runtime of the Pentaveron. Uh, too long <laughs> as well. Short, short in other ways, but not, mm. yeah. you know, that too was, long in the worst the ways. Part, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> too short in some places, too long in other places. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's let's see. But I think for now, unless we hear otherwise, uh, let's make senior year the pick. Okay. Now, do you want Mike to make his phone call or do you think we should uh, do this uh, too deep? Because if you know, uh, if we uh, bring on our guests, you might not feel as comfortable as you as you would saying that it's a piece of crap like this movie was. So, well, let, um, yeah, let's let's see what the, the let's see what the universe yeah. holds. But yeah. for what it's for what it's worth, uh, this was not something that she wrote or or like she only started it. So maybe she'd be a bit looser than if it was something like uh what whatever whatever what was that movie that the Hulu movie that she wrote uh, mm-hmm. where she'd be a little less likely to to talk about it. But yeah, very understandable to give it a watch first before you agree to bring mm-hmm. on a star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. All right, Mike Bloom. What's coming up for you? Holy moly! So you're covering uh, holy moly. Uh, I mean. I'd love to. Uh, that's that's like the perfect palette. Mole, 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 mole. Oh, uh, speaking of, uh, I mean, listen. Don't, we don't want to talk about Fred. We don't want to right talk now. about that Austin Powers yeah. star. He that was, guy. Uh, he was the mole. Yeah. And also starring with Rob Lowe on the Grinder, not mm. Mike Myers. Uh, so, so this week in Survivor, not history. Uh, Rob, we get to do our own sort of forming yes. of the do our own version of the Meadows. Yeah, what I mean, what a preview this week is. Uh, it's Mike Bloom week. It's uh, it's Mike Myers week, and then we're talking about Sh- <laughs> Robin even gets Shreked. Uh, this was such a preview for the weekend. Mics are getting dropped right now, so you and I get to do our feedback show for what should be. If, even if it's not a fun episode of Survivor, I think it's going to be a very fun podcast when you and I get together. So we're doing that over the weekend. Of course, I'm still doing Exit Press. Uh, we just recorded our B&B this week with uh, Jessica McKenna, who is a uh, a really great improviser, musician, comedian, previous Renap guest as mm-hmm. well. Uh, and then uh, the speaking of Netflix, I've been hovering over that app because I got to cover The Circle 
Uh, I did the week two episodes five through eight coverage with Taryn and Sasha. That also got very R rated as oh my well. God. So like, I feel I fear I'm just infecting everybody well, with this type that, of stuff. Well, I, let me just say something. I know it wasn't Taryn. Okay, so uh, are are you are you and Sasha no, corrupting Taryn? It was Taryn actually. Like, oh, I don't okay. Know if- I don't know if he got a little bit of like that bloom tour in him. If my soul was <laughs> sucked tour. into his body yeah. uh, oh and that was God. my eye popping out. But like, uh, yeah, we got, listen, I will say this season of the circle is okay. Not particularly like stimulating in many ways. So like, it's the hell out found, of the pentaverate though. Uh, oh, right? boy, yeah, yeah. We found things to talk about it. So we had a fun time doing that. I'm also doing exit press uh, starting this week. Uh, I started doing interviews with the contestants that got eliminated but over on post show recaps, uh, I can fill a pentaveret with the podcast that I am currently doing. So, Lost Countdown with Josh Wiggler. Speaking of Netflix, Stranger Things Rewatch podcast with Josh Wiggler, which has been a lot of fun. Very season three with DJ yeah. Lipsicus. Netflix uh, needs those Stranger Things kids bad. When are they coming back? Yeah, they so grown now, ass people now. Yeah. Well, now I fear, given like uh, where the pentaveret went, like what we're going to see from those kids, especially to your point, Chappelle. Like now that they are, you know of age uh you know then besides barry uh so uh, star wars obi-wan kenobi is coming mm-hmm. up on a may 27th and so i'm getting ready to cover that with rich and latanya and then another one that i guess this sort of got me in the mood for uh was another very profane very gory series but of a much much better quality the boys uh amazon prime superhero series is coming on july 3rd with its third season and i got together with kevin mahadeo our preeminent superhero expert on post show recaps to talk through the series. Uh, we're doing two season rewatch podcasts. One that's coming this Friday for season one. The next one is dropping next Friday for season two before we do episodic coverage on season three. So if you're a fan of the boys or if you want to check it out, we give a little bit of a precursor in the beginning as to like what the series, the series is about. If it is for you, because it is a, a very acquired taste. I would say I love the show, but it is a very would I like acquired it, Mike? Taste. Would I be a, a- I think you I think you'd like it actually. Okay. I think I I'd say at least what I say about the boys is like watch the first 15 minutes of the first episode and you will realize very quickly whether it's for you or not. Okay. Uh and no judgment if it is not for you. But again, very acquired taste, but if you're into it, it's really really well done. So you can check that out and then Rob, you got to join Jessica Lisa and I talking about Star Trek Picard, another very wackadoo show in a very different way than the Pataverit. Yes, yes. Uh, that was a lot of fun uh, talking with the uh, two of you. Uh, I just hope that uh, Chappelle doesn't uh, think less of me for uh, watching a season of Star Trek. Oh, but you, but you love that, that like uh, Chewbacca and all that stuff. You Jeff like that Chewbacca? Stuff. Do what you yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shrek. All the characters. <laughs> all the characters. <laughs> yeah, sure. that bastard. Yeah. I don't know what else is in the Star Trek cinematic I mean, universe. Yeah. Job of the Hut is a bit of a fat bastard. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. yeah. Chappelle, what's coming up for you? I love having Mike Bloom here because he makes my plugs sound like I know. Like, I was like say, I, I'm a dwarf your plugs. <laughs> yes, I, I'm. I'm okay with that because other people like to make fun of me and all of my plugs, and I don't have that many. I swear. It's a uh, Fear the Walking Dead on post show recaps. You know, we're still doing that. AJ Mass, myself, Josh Wiggler, and Jessica Lee every week, and so uh, I took a break last week. Because I was uh, traveling and all kinds of stuff. And so this week, I'm back. It's going to be a good time. Uh, Puya and I got to interview the showrunners of Bel Air on the yeah. Bel Air. Yeah, what did get? Awesome. I 
was like uh, throwing up and crying. You know, I was so nervous. I was like, okay, oh, what no. would Mike no, Bloom do? You know, seen too, much, and, uh, seen too much puke on these shows. I think right. no one, don't, please don't say you were throwing up. No, no. I was like, what would Mike Bloom do in this situation? You know, and so it went well. I think, I think, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't block me. They follow me on Twitter. So that's pretty okay. cool. Um, but yeah, check that out. If you watch Bel Air. And if you want a sneak peek into what might be coming in season two, um, it m- might not be that much of a sneak peek, but you know, check it out anyway. Clickbait. Hmm. Um, and then also, Still covering Atlanta on post show recaps. Told you, very busy on post show recaps these days. But Atlanta is wrapping up. We just uh, recorded episode nine recap. It was called Rich Wigger Poor Wigger, and uh, it was a good time to talk about it. To say at the very least. But uh, Mari and I pushed through. We were very tired afterwards. Uh, a lot of talking on that podcast. A lot of teaching. Atlanta has been weird, but check that out if you like the show. And then um, on Silent Podcast, myself, Gia, uh, Sasha, and Jason uh, over on the Silent Podcast crew, uh, we talked about uh, Abbott Elementary, the second half of Abbott Elementary, uh, played a few games, just chopped it up over there. And so check that out. Follow Silent Podcast wherever you get your podcast. And then Bryce Isaiah and I are in negotiations. Oh, um, yeah, to cover a show on the Purple Pants Podcast. So if all goes well, it should be. Uh, the purple pants badass himself, me, uh, and Sharia from Survivor China oh. talking about P Valley on the Purple Pants podcast. So, all of that coming up and more. It's been a good time, but yeah, follow me on Twitter to keep up with all those links. All right. And thank you so much for joining us here on Nothing But Netflix. You can subscribe to our Nothing But Netflix podcast feed. Go to robswebsite.com slash Netflix feed and check out uh, everything else that we have going on over on robhasawebsite.com. Mike, thank you for joining us and putting yourself yes. through the Pentaveret. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Listen, I got to talk with Grace Leader several weeks back about how much I enjoy bad things, but even more so just like talking about them, like just the ridiculous choices that are made. And look, I put myself through more pain in this than it's I would my realize. Love language, Mike. Yeah, I mean, this is our proverbial tug test, uh, but we were able to grin and bear it and yell through it. And we got here to the end of it. And I love getting to come on and talk with you guys about like literally anything under the sun. This, this is even like the limit, but like, I'm still happy we got there at the Mm -hmm. end of the day. This was, this was such a fun time. I hope people made sense of the madness of essentially three and grow men just breaking down mentally over the composition of the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was uh, just a fun time to get to, to get through it all. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. (laughs) Bye.